From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Thursday, September 15th. The Moab Free Health Clinic staff made some progress this week on their new building on 200 South. The old USU campus is being transformed into a health center that will ultimately house not just the Free Health Clinic, but socially oriented nonprofits. So we are tearing down a wall since we're starting a renovation project for the Moab Free Health Clinic and our move to this larger property. Kate Jagla, development director at the Free Health Clinic, she's taking a break in between swings of a crowbar. The staff held a demolition party at the building last night, tearing down interior walls walls to make way for the clinic's new design. This room is going to be um, exam rooms. So we're going to go from about four exam rooms to nine. With more exam rooms, the free health clinic can accommodate more staff, more appointments, more programs. Currently, staff say they serve about 10% of Grand County residents, many who are uninsured or underinsured. This move will allow them to expand care in areas like dental, women's health, and counseling. Yes, um, everything's going to expand. We're helping more people and we're providing more appointments to people. So this building, you come in, for example, and, and you know, you need to get your, your health taken care of, but you got kids in tow, we're going to have a playroom, but then you can go around and get the kids immunized at the same spot. Pam Akini is showing me around the front part of the building. She's an AmeriCorps VISTA volunteer with the Free Health Clinic, brought on to help this major fun project happen. The playroom and immunization options, that's coming with the arrival of the Southeast Utah Health Department, who will share this space with the Free Health Clinic. This move will give both organizations options to share staff and fill in gaps in each other's services. And that's not all. Akini says she really thinks of this campus as a whole health center, helping address the social determinants of health. These are things like economic stability, education access, safe housing, and community connections that can really affect a wide range of health outcomes. You know, if you look at any of the research, we know that we're not just physical beings. You know, we're social and we're environmental. So, yeah, you need your financial. You got to be able to take care of the kids. You got to pay the rent. You've got to be able to connect with communities socially that that feeds your soul besides just getting you know the broken ankle fixed. Many socially oriented organizations are already planning to move to this property and the Free Health Clinic is able to provide them a less than market rate rent helping the health of the nonprofit community. Signed up here so far? Full Circle Intertribal, um, Active Reentry, Moab Area Land Trust, um, Grand County Public Library, their teen center. Um, let's see what else. There's a lot. Um, Arches Education Center. Jagla again. She says the Moab Free Health Clinic is accepting more applications for nonprofits who want to make the move to what's turning out to be a community within the community. Here's Akini. It's a Moab vibe. I mean, we started doing a web map of who was connected, and I didn't have enough paper. So there's just everybody takes care of everybody, and they're connected. And and I think especially with so many, so much tourism, taking care of our local population has just been what people do here. The Moab Free Health Clinic aims to be moved in and open at their new property on 200 South by January 1 to stay updated on their events like last-minute demo parties or future move-in parties. Check their social media pages.
The Supreme Court will be reviewing a case that could overturn landmark legislation that protects indigenous youth. This has prompted civil liberties groups and tribes in Wyoming to get involved. For Rocky Mountain Community Radio, Kyle Mackey of KHOL reports. The ACLU of Wyoming is weighing in on a U.S. Supreme Court case that could overturn the Indian Child Welfare Act, a law that protects indigenous children from forced removal from their families and tribes. The court will start reviewing the legislation in November, and the Wyoming ACLU branch recently sent the justices a brief, along with 13 other states, urging them to uphold it. It basically ensures that all efforts are made to maintain those ties and connections between Indian children and their heritage. Stephanie Amiette is legal director of the Wyoming ACLU and an enrolled member of the Oglala Lakota Sioux tribe in South Dakota. She says Indigenous children have been disproportionately removed from their families by state welfare agencies. Congress created the Indian Child Welfare Act, or ICWA, in 1978 to tackle the problem and to give tribes jurisdiction over their own children. If ICWA is overturned, Amyette says more and more Indigenous youth could lose ties to their culture. Over time, as we see this progress, it will dwindle the um, future existence of Indian tribes within the United States. In addition to the ACLU's efforts, the Eastern Shoshone Tribe of the Wind River Indian Reservation has joined 325 tribes nationwide in urging the Supreme Court to support the law, while the Northern Arapaho Tribe is asking the Wyoming State Legislature to enshrine the same rights in state law. Kyle Mackey, KHOL News. This report is from our partners at KHOL. Paleontologists in southeastern Utah have found a fossil of ancient, vomited amphibians. The fossil consisted of amphibian bones, possibly from tadpoles and a salamander, that appear to have been regurgitated by a predator. The fossil was found in the late Jurassic Age Morrison Formation that's famous for dinosaurs like the Stegosaurus. The paleontologists suspect a bowfin fish gobbled and spewed remnants of the amphibians 150 million years ago, but they're not ruling out other predators. It's suspected the bowfin did so because it was startled and escaping another predator that threatened it. And that's the KZMU News for Thursday, September 15th. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.